Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. Sorry for the delay in this particular podcast, but I've been super busy with clients and just been so busy. But here I am, and I can be found at lifecoachdavid.com. And if you want some wonderful Law of Attraction coaching, maybe you want to find out how to attract what you want. Maybe you want to find out how to be really happy and stay that way, because that's so important from a vibrational point of view. You know, we always want to do our best to stay at the highest vibration possible so we can attract high vibration circumstances and experiences. Or maybe you're going through a hard time and just want help getting through it in the best way possible. Whatever the reason, I'm here for you and contact me and I always offer a free mini phone coaching session. So it doesn't matter where you live. Most of my coaching is done over the phone. And today we're going to continue with Excuse Me Your Life is Waiting by Lynn Grabhorn. And I hope you've listened to previous episodes because there's a lot of great information in this book. It was written a while ago, but it's still very pertinent and there's still information you can use in your own life to help you in many ways. And the chapter we're starting today is called Our Mirror the Globe. It's not right versus wrong or good versus evil. It's closed valve versus open valve. Connected versus disconnected. Happy versus unhappy. The meanest and greediest people in the world are those who really want to feel good but don't know how. They're living in a living hell with no idea how to get out or even the awareness that they have that option. One thing is for sure, our hate against them, no matter what they may have done or are doing, is only going to make matters worse for everybody. But how can we go off and live happily ever after, knowing that so many abhorrent activities are going on all over the world? How can we allow injustices to continue? How can we be happy when there is so much suffering? How can we turn our backs as if we didn't care? This may smart a bit, but the answer is that we're all here to have the experiences necessary to learn our various lessons, whether we're playing the role of good guy or bad guy. An injustice of any kind is always, always a lesson for both sides. Somehow, some way, no matter what the devastation or loss may be to our brothers and sisters around the world, it's imperative we come to accept that ugly co-creations are happening everywhere for individuals to learn whatever is necessary for them to learn, all having to do with how they're flowing energy. As appalling as their circumstances may seem to us, if we join in their pain, we are reinforcing that pain along with the circumstances that caused it. Not to mention that we're setting ourselves up for some highly unpleasant stuff of our own, because like vibration attracts like vibration. You can be feeling how lousy it is that we allow people to starve, and just that closing of your valve could be setting you up for a car accident while adding to their starvation. You can be feeling how awful it is that we still have atomic testing in the world, and just that closing of your valve could be setting your body up for the flu. You can be feeling horrified at one country's heartless treatment of another, and just that closing of your valve 
could be setting you up for a flat tire. Instead, you could be seeing and feeling those starving people as the healthy, happy people you know they have the wherewithal to be. And just that opening of your valve might help your new job come quicker while offering those you are wrapping in high frequencies so much needed paints and brushes. We can never paint their canvas for them. We can only offer our energetic assistance. You could be seeing and feeling the planet as fully restored against atom bomb testing and just that opening of your valve might help your crops flourish while helping to nourish the planet. You could be seeing and feeling those two countries enjoying a grand new rapport and just that opening of your valve could improve your marriage while helping to create new international relations. But of course, it's fashionable to talk about what's wrong with everything instead of what's right. So we're more easily drawn into negative vibrations than positive. Sliding unwittingly into the ain't it awful conversations of starting them ourselves out of habit for lack of anything else better to say. Those vibrations, joined with countless others from all of humankind, eventually show themselves in worldly devastation and chaos. Yes, it's the amalgamation of all the little ain't it awful vibrations that causes wars and riots and terrorism and anarchy. Those vibrations have come from you and they have come from me. We cannot hold ourselves above responsibility for what is happening around the world today, for the planet mirrors the predominant vibration in which it is encompassed. We cannot say the awfulness is simply the result of others' evil or wrongdoing or even ignorance. What is happening to our planet and to the people upon it has been caused by only one thing, the vibrations from our own thoughts and feelings. Everybody's, not just the Hitlers or the Custers or the Husseins or the Khans, all of whom have been aberrations created by mass energy. Everybody's. So rather than the ain't it awfuls, when we finally start saying to ourselves, nothing is more important than my feeling good, we can then begin to break those destructive negative talk patterns. Then, by God, we truly start to make a difference with what is happening around the world. Take the rainforest, for example. Instead of agreeing with everybody about how dreadful the destruction is and flowing more animosity towards those who are doing the chopping, which only brings about more chopping, love the beauty of the forests that remain. Flow your appreciation for the life they continue to nourish, for the oxygen they are still contributing to the planet, and stay out of the ain't it awful energy that will eat up our own oxygen supply faster than thousands of tree choppers ever could. If only a few of us would do this, the chopping would soon cease. And then there's our growing lack of energy resources that everybody's so concerned about, and our dwindling water supplies, and lumber, and clean air, and heaven knows what else. Darn right we should be concerned, for we approach those things in the same way we do money. Oh gosh, we're running out. Oh my God, there's not enough to go around. Oh my God, how will we ever get more when it's gone? So guess who's creating the shortages? We are. It's that very concern we all have over not having enough that's diminishing our supplies. Each and every one of us is responsible for manufacturing those shortages 
when in fact there's no lack of anything. Jobs, forests, water, gold, or even lovers. There can't be, for the universe does not operate on the principle of lack. Lack is strictly a man-made phenomenon. When we start flowing appreciation to what's there and feeling the enormous abundance of this perfectly balanced planet, instead of focusing on her dwindling resources or the greed of plunderers, abundance of everything will return to create the heavenly playground we came here to experience. If it's people you're concerned about, open your valve to the greatest love you can muster and flow it out to those beings of your concern. See them in their states of perfection rather than lack. See them happy and contented, no longer suffering from war or pestilence or famine. This will do more, more quickly, to assist those in need than all the plane loads of goods that always seem to go astray, for it will help these people out of the victim mode, if that is their deepest intent toward their own first steps of attracting well-being. It will offer the paints and brushes. Once that vibrational invitation is offered, if a change is sincerely desired by all who are participating, it will happen. Then walls come down, countries make up, gangs diminish, terrorists evaporate, and wastelands prosper with food for all. If it's the ailments of the planet that are your worry, See her in health, not disease. She's been drenched for so many eons in negative energy, this is hardly a time to add to it by talking about all the terrible things we're doing to make it worse. Talk about what's right with her, not what's wrong. Quit with the ain't it awful energy. Then dolphins multiply, forests grow, ozone layers mend, waters clear, and oceans heal. See your world and all who live upon her as abundant and well, and you will help her to get there. See her in peace, and you will help to bring it about. The only thing preventing our global desires from flourishing on this planet is the phenomenal mass force of perpetual negative vibrations which cut us all off from the primal life force of well-being. That force of energy is so consummate, so absolute, if only a few of us will maintain this vision, backed with the vibrational joy of it being a reality, that supremely positive force will override the depressed vibrations of billions, and this planet will do an about-face. Wow, that's the end of that section. And I love the idea of that. If we all start focusing on what we want with the world, with the planet, instead of complaining, 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 it would be more likely to happen. All the complaining does is just make it worse. Like all the Instagrammers and tweeters that complain, complain about different things in the world today, they're just giving it more energy, more vibration. If they focused all their hate towards what they wanted and how things could be, that would help more. So that's an interesting concept for you to think about and think how you can contribute. You know, a lot of times I talk to people about their thought footprint. You know how we have a carbon footprint? I always remind people, we have a thought footprint. So all the thoughts you're thinking leave a trail. You know, are you leaving a negative trail or a positive trail? And that's always a choice. It's always up to you. So the next section is called, It's Everywhere, It's What You Are. Actually, the majority of the world is quite well off. 
Just take a look at your co-workers, your neighbors, your school friends, your club associates. Most haven't been mugged on the streets recently. Most have acceptable jobs and homes. Most are sufficiently healthy. And if you look closely enough, you'll probably even find some who could be classified as moderately happy. It's the same in nearly every country in the world. We have a glut of statistics to tell us otherwise. Fearful figures of doom fed to us daily by our media to keep us nervously focused and tuned into how horrible conditions are around the world. Like, X percent of the world economies are collapsing. X percent of the world population already has God knows what and is growing by X percent monthly. X percent of teens are having abortions and committing suicide. X percent of kids have guns in school. X percent of new diseases can't be cured. X percent of purple-eyed males will lose their tans before marriage. <laughs> it's awful. Everything's dreadful. Forget the damn statistics. They're simply a result of a bunch of us flowing fearful energy to what we're seeing and hearing. If you don't want to be another statistic, forget about them. As long as you're into feel-good energy, no economy, no bug, or gun, or flood, or plane is going to down you. Not unless you send out the vibrational invitation. There's just no getting away from it. The overwhelming balance of power on this planet is on the side of well-being, because that is the natural, omnipotent state of all that is, including you and me. As ugly as it is, the suffering we see and hear about is an infinitesimal part of the whole of well-being, simply the magnetic results of someone or some group vibrationally disallowing the wellness that could be theirs if they only knew how to switch to the well-being channel. The message is clear. Close our valve to anything, and we close it across the board. Close that valve of well-being to anything, from starving kids to vanishing species, and we shut out consummate well-being in every aspect of our lives. Or close it off because you're tired of standing in line. Close it off because they delivered the wrong pizza. Or close it off because your ancestors lost their lives in the Holocaust. It doesn't matter. Closing it off is closing it off. Automatically shutting out everything that comes with that higher energy. From abundance to health to uncommon happiness. Truly, is one stupid annoyance or some ancient lifelong resentment really worth such gargantuan privation? In the midst of a divorce or losing a loved one or some tragedy to you or to others, you're going to feel bad, of course, but make a decision to feel bad for only a short time. Then say to yourself, that's enough. It's time to flood you and anyone else affected by the events with love and appreciation. It's time to find things to feel good about and go on. The moment you make that decision to change your energy, whether it be sadness from a divorce or anger over polluted lakes, the entire universe coalesces in that instant to cascade well-being into every crevice of your physical existence. It dumps it all over you and around you and through you. The only thing you have to do is say yes to it all and to life and wake up to how good it feels to feel good. Then you know from the very depths of your being that everything really is all right. No matter how it may look, 
no matter how it may seem, no matter what the media may report to the contrary, you and this precious planet, and most who are on it, will always be all right. And that's the end of that chapter. Well, wow, that was pretty powerful. And again, you know, some of that may be hard to hear, <laughs> that, you know, we're responsible for what goes on, not only with us, but with the planet, based on how we're feeling. But if you take all of us, that's a lot of vibration going out every day. So, you know, just do your part. Do your best to feel good, feel as good as you can, put out a higher vibration than you've been doing. And that's going to help not only you, but the world. Because all that high vibration, if we all did that, it would make a huge improvement. So thanks for listening to the podcast today. And I want to thank you for being brave enough to think about all these ideas and perhaps even experience some of them for yourself, which I hope you are. If you want some wonderful Law of Attraction coaching for yourself, you can contact me through lifecoachdavid.com. And I do offer a free phone coaching session to those that are seriously considering coaching. That way I can find out about you and you can ask me any questions you may have. And then we can get on with improving your life and with you becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. And when that happens, wow, just life feels so much better than it did. So as I always say, have a high vibration day. Mm -hmm.